thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the Wellness Guys. I'm Lawrence Tam. I'm Damian Kristoff. And this is the Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicated to bringing wellness to our lives. And today, we are in Cairns, Palm Cove. Uh, without Brett. Without Brett. <laughs> yes. Here we are. It's pretty nice here. It's pretty nice. Nice weather. It's uh, just gone 8, 12 in the morning and it'll be what, 26 degrees? Oh, yeah. I think 26, 27 degrees. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Pushing 35. Yeah. It's amazing. It's the humidity. Is, uh, <laughs> actually, it hasn't been too, too bad right now. Too so bad. Um, I'm pretty excited about uh, this week, um, obviously, because we're here at the Night Show Intensive, and this episode is going to live um, in a couple of days because we're the, <laughs> we're, last, we're last minute that way. So I know, right? It's not it's not usual for us to be last minute, but uh, no. this is a bit of a last minute dot com episode. But um, LT and I have been quite reflective lately, and it's come off the back of a little bit of information I've received. We've actually all of us have received an email. Um, and I'm aware of another wellness guy's listener who's had a significant health challenge. And so the email that we received was from a, a person who's had a significant health challenge and, um, and, and, is, and was really grateful for um, doing Facebook Live. Yeah, we'll do Facebook Live. Yeah, might as well great. You know, Facebook check us live at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So you have to go on our page. Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. So the email that we received came from a beautiful friend of the Wellness Couch, and uh, and explained like a very like mentally physically traumatic um, incident. So and I don't want to go too much into the detail of it because it was a personal private email. But it gets you thinking: what's all this wellness stuff about? Like, are we are we doing it right? Because the other person that um, that I'm aware of was diagnosed with cancer. Has done. Everything, you know, mindfulness, meditation, exercise, organic food, supplements, lived a, you know, gluten-free, dairy-free, coffee-free, alcohol-free life, like did everything and then got diagnosed with breast cancer. And she says to me, what's all this worth? You know, why are we doing this? It, it doesn't make any sense. It's not fair, right? So in one hand, we've got somebody who's going, going through a bit of a mental struggle town. And in the other hand, we've got somebody who's going... Thank goodness for the blessing of learning about wellness because I can handle this better, you know. So there's two sides of the coin with, you know, with this particular situation. Mm. But then LT and I have been thinking and, and, and looking at stuff and I read an article that Daniel Malone sent to me the other day um, about an NBA player mm. um, and I think th- this must be happening a lot with players. Yeah, it must be because yeah. it's a couple of people doing it. Yeah, and there's a letter to himself to his 13-year-old to self. To his 13-year-old yeah. self. From where he is now. So he's 38. He's just retired. He's written a letter to himself yeah. when he was 13 years old. And that was Chauncey Billups, I think, the, the, the article that you read. And it's interesting because what, what's happening to us is that I was, I'm running a, um, you know, a, a nitro group here, which is my private coaching group here in, in Palm Cove. And we're being reflective because you know, one of the things I asked them to do is that you know, we're planning for the next year. Mm. So and I think in planning you know, your life, it's about, it's about being reflective of where you've come from. Mm. And the, 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 um, Luke mentioned this article, which is really interesting, was because you weren't here because you came in a little bit later, was the same article but from another NBA player, Ray Allen. And he was 41 years old reflecting back on his 13-year-old self. And so basically the concept is writing a, uh, a letter to your 13-year-old self. And it's amazing what 
you know, things that pop up because we are so, you know, so the, this is the whole point of it is that we're so focused on the future, mm-hmm. right? We're so focused on the future. We forget where we've come from yeah, and all the obstacles we've gone through, all the challenges we've gone through, um, gone through and all the things that we've overcome, the mm-hmm. obstacles and also the learnings mm-hmm. and the confidence, the commitment that we've had to put in to actually create those um, and, and the courage that we mustered up. All those things happen because of the life that we lived. Mm. But we've forgotten that. Because mm. what we're so focused on is what's next, mm. isn't it? And and that's the thing. And when you are struck with something like cancer, you start becoming reflective. Like, what did I do wrong? Mm. And it's But we don't want to wait, I don't think, to... Uh, that's why I love the power of the letter, is that we don't want to wait for something dramatic to happen to us before we actually become reflective. Because... And, and why is it so important to re- be reflective on our past is because we, it is such an important part of our life. It is such an important part that we we only remember all the negative things that we've done. We never remembered all the great things that we actually overcome in our life. Well, that's a great point. And it's, it's actually very easy to hang on to the negative stuff, right? So I want to go back to that little email that we received because the person who wrote that email was incredibly grateful for all of the things that had been discovered through a wellness journey and understanding, you know, how best to get through a situation that they're going through. And, uh, and it, it, it highlighted to me that it's an enormous tool to have in your, in your kitty, in your arsenal, to be able to manage a significant stress in a really good and healthful way. Now, I'm not saying... Like, you know, and I suppose since June, since going to Icarillo with Marcus, it's been a very um, mentally challenging time for me because I always thought that food was the answer. Like, I always thought that food and nutrition was the, the, the pinnacle of health and well-being. You know, I could never reconcile paleo. I could never reconcile extremes like vegan. I couldn't get all that because it just didn't make sense to me. But then when I go to um, Icarillo and they're not paleo and they're not vegan, hmm. um, and in fact, you know, they're green. The, the, that's right. <laughs> they're kind of Mediterranean, but the Okinawans aren't Mediterranean. They're we need doing... to develop an Ikaria cookbook. Yeah, <laughs> we're well, right, right. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and so you kind of you kind of start to think, and I've been thinking since June. What is it? You know, what's this whole thing about? Like, are we meant to be going hard out, trying to learn a whole lot about wellness to prevent cancer, or to prevent heart disease, or to prevent diabetes and look maybe there are some lifestyle things that we can prevent through diet mm-hmm. and lifestyle but there's a whole bunch of other things that we can't prevent you know and we still don't know why they're actually there right so you kind of you kind of you have to ask the question why are we doing this wellness thing mm-hmm. why are we doing this and, and it's interesting because we've, we've just been joined by brett hill hey brett <laughs> hey, brett. hey brett. <laughs> brett the wellness guy the uh, third leg of the wellness guys why are you not here <laughs> yeah, you should be here, mate. You should be here in Cades with us. <laughs> oh, look at this beautiful weather. Like, honestly, it's... Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, lovely. let's go back to it. Lovely. Listeners. So, that's my question, you know. So, then I go, all right. So, if I'm going to write a letter back to myself, um, I'm 42 right now. <laughs> I'm sneaking that in. Yep. Uh, aren't you 43? That's soon. Very <laughs> soon. Very soon. Um, in, so, in a couple of days? No, in a month. Oh, no. I'll let you work out my birthday. Um, so I'm writing a letter to myself at 13 years old and I think I would be probably saying have an unbelievable time and stress less about stuff and kind of count your blessings more often. 
rather than actually going, oh my gosh, I've just had, I don't know, a cake or I've just had, I don't know. Well, it's so, like, I, I love what you're saying. Stuff, I love, you know? love what you're saying because, and this is coming from the nutrition guru here, right? The nutrition <laughs> magician. Um, oh, and, and, and the thing is, is that, um, and I think we are hard on our lives. And I think oftentimes, especially when we're in the wellness sphere, like, honestly, like we have wellness the sphere. Sphere. Sphere you, of wellness. Did you make that up? Hey, I'm going to coin it. TM. Yeah. Has, Trademarked. Has anyone, has anyone ever heard of the wellness sphere before? I like it. Don't, don't buy that. I'm buying that domain right Let's now. Go, check Go, it out. <laughs> <laughs> Go daddy. Yeah, listen, I think in, in the sphere of, of wellness, I think a lot of expect, there's a lot of expectation as a, uh, um, as a speaker or as a podcaster or whatever that, you know, we live like this, you know, we we're so strict on everything. And I think that that's just not true. Like, I don't want to live that way anyways, personally. I don't want to speak for anybody else, but to me, it's like, it's, it's about having fun and enjoying the journey as well. Mm, um, mm. You know, I know what I can have and what I can't have and stuff, but you know, that was going to make me feel you know tired or whatever. But you know what? It's like, it's not a hundred percent. That's it. You know, it's like a 90, 10, no, not nine, 10, 90, 10. <laughs> what are the couple? It's way too early in the morning to do this podcast. That's so funny. Write that one down, right? Oh, um, but it's a 90, 10 rule. Right. And, uh, and, and, and it's about, like, I, that's the thing I always say to myself too. Like if I had to go write a letter right now to my 13 uh, year old self, it's that, I, you know, one of the things I would be saying to myself is, um, be who you are mm. like that. You know, I've, I've done this before in uh, another exercise, but it's about be who you are, mm. be, stop being, don't stop being you. Mm. I think that's always been a challenge of me. And, and, and I'm 41 years old, um, catching up to demo, but mm. You won't get there. No, I won't get there. (laughs) And and I wrote this letter, and uh, Leanne's written a letter there. Um, But uh, and and the thing is, is that I remember writing that letter to myself, and I'm I'm 41 years old, and really has taken me this long. Uh, Thank you, Philip McKernan. Uh, When I went to Brave Soul in in Ireland, one of the things that I discovered about myself was that I've been chasing someone else's dream my entire life. Yeah. Um, And and I, I I didn't realize it, and that was. That was a huge awakening for me. This is just recently. This, like, this is what? We're in October, oh, November now. Um, that was only like three, four months ago. Yeah. Like, that, you know, 41 years and I've just been realizing I've been chasing someone else's dream. Yeah, right. And, uh, and that's huge for me and it's a major shift. And you know what? After I discovered that, I felt there was this massive weight off my shoulder. Just a huge weight off my shoulder. It was an incredible weight. Just one shoulder? Yeah, <laughs> shoulders. <laughs> oh, it's like this, this English teacher beside me here. <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> oh God, it's it's an amazing thing, isn't it, to release the pressure. To release when I, in, I think everyone that's watching this and listening to it has heard me tell the story of when I was on the wellness. No, what was I on? Downsize me. <laughs> so logo. Yeah, He's getting so a, a bit of um, dementia kicking in. Um, I did uh, the TV show Downsize Me and um, I really struggled to be able to go out for dinner. Like really struggled to go out for dinner because my concern <laughs> You were so was, famous, man. Yeah, well, I was, it wasn't it was all about the fame thing, but I was recognizable. Oh, and absolutely. So, and, and I was recognizable. So when I was out and let's say, for example, I, I ordered... A roast. Let's say it was an organic roast. I don't think I ever did. But I ordered an organic roast with filtered sparkling antipodes water and I had a potato on my plate. Yeah. I would have a dozen people come up to me and say, should you be eating that potato? You know? And I was like, far out. Like, 
this was stressful. And, and I, I used to send my friends out to go and buy Movenpick ice cream <laughs> so that I wouldn't get seen. Right? <laughs> it's true. And we would sit and we'd study and, and I'd go, boys, it's time. You know, it's one o'clock in the morning. We've got to get through this. We've got another couple of hours to go. Someone's going to have to go down to Countdown or Food Town, food town yeah. and get some chocolate because wow. we're not going to get through this, right? But I can't go because if I get caught, it's going to be in the media, yeah. right? And I yeah. didn't want it. And so all that pressure on me caused the loss of my hair and, um, and it was a very stressful time. Then to come back to Melbourne and to be relaxed about food again, mm. not that I you know, had a terrible diet, but I was able to relax about my food. It meant that I was able to be a bit more reflective on, you know, the hard time I was providing for myself. Mm. And, um, and and so I, I go back to um, the letter, the email, and the conversation I had about people um, that have been unwell. Yeah. And it's important, I think, to be well as as much as you possibly can because it gives you life in your years. Right, we don't know how many years we're going to live for. Right, we could be struck down by lightning if we get taken by cancer. We get taken by a crocodile. Yeah, actually, just, here it's a, uh, there's a lot of crocodiles. Kind of, right. It's kind of possible. <laughs> but if we get taken by something, if we've lived an incredible life, being well, mm. symptom free, that, that's that's fantastic. Yeah, that's that's a huge blessing in itself. The the, the thing that gives us longevity may not be all of the things that we seek in wellness. In fact, it's highly likely that because of all of the cultures around the world that already live a long time and they they don't practice wellness. Yeah. That we've got it wrong from a longevity perspective. Well, the thing is, it's also wellness. It's it's not necessarily all about food, right? And exercise. We forget that the emotional, the the, the whole emotional component. And Phil McKernan just joined us. It's just kind of weird, which I just talked about you, Phil. Um, literally just talked about how you have shifted my life. Just the, the question you asked has really shifted my life. So I want to say thank you to that. And so then you come on live. This is awesome. Um, but it's, it, we've forgotten about the emotional component. Like we, we, wellness is not just about, you can eat all the right foods. You mm. can exercise all, you know, all, you know, the, you know, do whatever you exercise and move your body. Um, but the thing is, is that if you don't actually control and manage the emotions that store up all the guilt, the, the um the hatred and the anger that you have we which we all do right mm-hmm. and so and but if we don't manage that and just know that it's actually inside of us and just holding him in and thinking that we're all you know very peaceful and we're mindfulness and we meditate and but yet you're storing up all that anger yeah you know and you're controlling and just suppressing it down like i mean uh, what's the, oh, i can't remember Candace pert yeah you know that book it's a great book and talking about how um that's another know, book i finished are you actually finished the book? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Candace Pert, t- uh, The Molecules of Motion. That's the yeah, book, right? Yeah, read right. that about 20 years ago and talked about how your stored emotions, like the, mo- the you know, molecules of motion basically is that each emotion actually has a molecule actually inside our body. Yeah. And it, when you store it, you actually suppress it inside your spinal cord, inside your livers and your kidneys and heart. It's just a fascinating book. Mm. But, and she, so she's a researcher, right? And, and um, that's what happens to us. It's like there's also that component. If we don't deal with the emotional component of our, our lives, that's also not, that's not wellness either. So. Well, See, like, like, watch. There's a kid right there. Like, I don't want to show them because it's not that fair. But mm. you can hear in the background who's having massive fun, mm. right? Just walking around a pool. Yeah. Simplicity. Simplicity. Just singing Old MacDonald. Had a farm. Yeah. It's, oh. it's, well, it, it was no, not even an organic farm. <laughs> <laughs> he just had a farm, right? And he was so happy. He, he, ordered, he did everything, you know. So it was kind of cool. So I think this is a really nice reflection thing because um, – 
you know, in reflection, you get the opportunity to kind of reset yep. and to kind of go, okay, well, if I'm to future pace based on my past and the story that I've told myself um, about my past and then I've written a letter to myself when I was 13 years old that I should have read when I was 13 but I can't because now I'm 42, yeah. turning 43. <laughs> uh, we get to future pace. We get to actually make some new um, decisions about which direction we're going. And, and then put some more framework around the reason why we live a wellness lifestyle in the wellness sphere. Mm-hmm. You like that, eh? Yeah, I do. No one freaking already, buys no, that No, it's already gone. It's already <sighs> gone. A, a little comment came up before. Yeah. Yeah, Alistair. Alistair found it Alistair. on LinkedIn. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, um, you know, so we get to think about it, put it into context, because kind of go, all right, well, what is it that we want? And so I've had people asking me, and you have too, just recently, about taking exogenous ketones. Let's not right? go there. Yeah. I'm going to go there a little bit. Um, and then we've also, I've watched people take MCT oil and then I've watched a whole lot of people do things, you know, take all kinds of multi-level marketing um, supplements and bits and pieces. And I've seen all this happening. And then the question that I want to ask myself is why are we doing it? Like why would we want to take things that behave like a drug in our body? Because they do behave like a drug in our body. Just because it's a natural substance doesn't necessarily mean that it's not going to tell our body to do something that food may not be able to do. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because we're actually actually, um, taking into our body a concentrated form of something. You know, a vitamin behaves in our body like a drug. Magnesium behaves in our body like a drug. It tells our body to do something. And and food essentially behaves in our body like a drug as well. Mm. You know, but why do we want to take all this extra stuff what's the purpose of it what's the reason is it for longevity is it for mental clarity is it for weight loss what is it we're trying to achieve and does it actually fit is it causing us more stress like mentally oh my gosh i forgot to take my ketones or oh my gosh i forgot to take my isogenics or oh my gosh i forgot to take my kiani like what what is it that we're actually uh, doing this for why why are we taking this stuff and why are we doing it this is a great question to ask yourself if you are actually doing it you know let's go back to the letter thing because i think that's really important oh, we're moving on yeah we're moving on um i want to get into conversation about this letter this letter is so important right it's a, the letter if you're just joining us now um i don't even know we should be live facebook live oh let's just do the whole thing hey let's yeah just, yeah right, um no i think the, the the whole point is the letter that you would write to your 13 year old self and the things that you would say. I mean, I, the question that I throw out to you guys. The question is that when you ask yourself that, you know, what would you say to your 13 year old self? You, I guarantee you, you're, gonna, you're not going to say, you're going to say certain things that are actually going to be positive and it's going to be beneficial to, to help shape you to the person that you you want them to be, yeah. you know, which is now. Yeah. Um, you're not going to yell at them. You're not going to be angry at them. You just want to be, you know, you're like, <laughs> I would imagine so. You would uh, never talk to a kid uh, like that. I was really angry at myself. No. Were you? No, no, I wasn't. No, not at all. No, you're always kind, aren't you? you you're going to be kind to your 13 year old self. But it's always about, hey, it's okay. I can't imagine the majority of the, the answers, were, uh, the, the letter would be saying, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's Everything's going to be all right. Yeah. Now, if we take that concept, and I, this is what I did to the group, I flipped it around in me, right? So yeah, actually, that was quite challenging. What Lawrence was about to say was really, really difficult. Really, yeah. actually, more challenging than just writing a letter. Well, way more challenging than writing a letter about the stuff you already know to your thirteen. Yeah, stuff. I think that was easy. So I, what That's I did was, the other day was I changed it up a little bit. I said to them, I go, well, instead of writing your letter to your thirteen-year-old self, because I've been talking about, it, I go, I want you to project yourself to your seventy-year-old self, 
and write your like from 70 year old self write a letter back to you now because we're just about to plan for 2017 we're just about planning for our, our year i want them to think about what their 70 year old self would say to them and there was actually a few people who were really like i don't want them to i already know what they're going to say and mm. i don't want to hear it mm. which was it blew me away yeah well i was i wasn't ready mm -hmm. there were some things that i wasn't ready to tell myself yet because i know that i've got to do some things yeah but you don't want to do it <laughs> I said, 70-year-old self, I'm not going to listen to you right now. <laughs> so just tell me the stuff I want to hear, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's it's almost like the same, um, I would say it's almost to the fact of um, like listening to your parents as a teenager, right? Yeah. Your parents would tell you to do something. You're like, oh, my parents, they don't know anything. I'm not going to listen to them. And then when you become like 40 and now you're, you know, you're looking back like you're the parent and you're like telling your, you know, Jackson or Christian and Kai. And, yeah. And we're telling our kids uh, basically the exact same thing that our parents were telling us. And so... I think it's a it's a big challenge. I would I encourage you to do the two letters. The one letter is that you know what would you say to your thirteen year old self? Yeah. And then the second letter is you know what would your seventy year old self? Or if you're you know if you are listening right now, it's uh, seventy years old. Then maybe go like your hundred year old self. What would you mm -hmm. say to your hundred year old self looking back? And I guarantee you, some of the questions is that you start to chill out a little bit. Yeah. Like start to relax on yourself. And I think that's the problem is we put so much freaking expectations and pressures <laughs> on ourselves to to like. I love you know, when you get fired up. You drop the no, F word. F word. Did I say it? You said freaking. Oh, freaking. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we had to like R-rate this podcast. Um, but it's, we just have so much pressure on ourselves right now um, in, in terms of our, our, you know, our the way we have to eat. Um, and I'm not saying that you should you know, go off like and go eat donuts and, and like, no. just, like, like, I'm not saying that at all. Yeah, but There's no crispy wellness donuts. Yeah. It's, no. But we also got to remember to enjoy every part of your life. Last night, we had a beautiful dinner How by the beach yeah. and uh, beautiful dessert. And as we're eating, we're just like joking about the amount of <laughs> insulin and, and just like the diabetic part. But you know what? It's enjoyable. We were, we were, we were amongst friends here and which is like a beautiful dinner and you need to enjoy those parts of life. I and mean, then that's what it is. But you just don't want indulging it indulging in it that's the problem I think you know overindulging yeah um, but it's it's about having a great time and actually enjoying life for what it has to offer the nine, 90 what do they call it the 90 tennies the 90 tennies <laughs> <laughs> I love it I really love it uh, it's fantastic um, okay well so kind of it, it ends up asking it ends up creating more questions and 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 probably you start to beg and want for more answers, I suppose, when you start to write a letter to yourself and you tell yourself to calm down and to take a chill pill. When we're in Ikaria, Marcus and I, we went over to Ikaria with a lady, Shona um, Olikan. And Shona is 76. She could be 77 now. Sorry, Shona, if you're not. But congratulations if you are. Um, so... Have you seen somebody? Oh, we've oh, seen... Oh, we've got the family. Got oh, the look. We've got the family. Kids, There's the family. Kids. Nope. Yeah. Hello, family. <laughs> there we go. All right. <laughs> My second favorite family in the world. And um, and so we, um, you know, we're talking about Shona, and Shona just had all this wisdom. And she's kind of looking at us as 40-year-olds and saying, you know, just chill out a little bit, guys. You know, just stop and smell the roses. And, you know, she traveled from New Zealand via Australia through Dubai into um, Athens and then from Athens my mum and I and Jackson bumped into her in Athens and then we travelled to Ikaria together and um, and it was all kind of, but she's 76 years old did it all by herself and she's travelling around the world all, and, and she's just going you know she's got to take it easy 
you know, live a great life, live a well life, uh, be mindful. But and, and this is because she's experienced at life, more experienced than what I am at life, and more experienced than what you are at life. And so here we are projecting about what we could be telling ourselves at seventy. She's already seventy. She's telling us certain things. It'd be fascinating to know what a hundred-year-old self would tell her, even though she's already got this wisdom that's thirty years greater than what our wisdom is. What? Is she expecting to learn in the next thirty years when she's already telling us to calm down a little bit? Mm. No, I love that a lot. Mm. Um, I just saw Maria Osborne um, from Ireland joined in, and uh, hi, Muddy. Uh, you know, I just saw a great post by John Osborne, who is his, um, Maria's uh, husband, uh, posted up on a private page, and the quote—I'm going to butcher this—but the quote was fitting for this conversation. Um, it's something to the effect of. We, we cannot mas- expect to master um, your life in one day. Yeah, right. How you know? is that? And there's a more to it, actually. And, and, and Maria, if you're still on there, I'd love for you to just pop that quote on there for me because uh, um, it was just, we have this expectation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we have this expectation that um, we are just have to do everything in one day and we have to achieve everything, you know. Um, we're playing for 2017. Most of the time, we put up all these goals and all these challenges and all these expectations, all these targets we want to hit, and we just end up, and we're thinking that we're going to do this all in one year. And yeah. forgetting that it took you, you know, for us 41 years to get to where we are, and uh, you know, it's going to take. Did you, did you do yours faster than me? <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it's always, always always a competition. But you know, before we go, because we got about five minutes left, but I want to say this. Um, the downside of this, not the downside, but we also got the expectation. I'm sure some people are questioning goes, but what if, what, would you not tell yourself to work harder? You know, mm. to, and because we've been talking about how reflective and calm down, but I still find that the, the challenge, and I don't really have an answer to this. The challenge is also to say, Hey, it's not about slowing down, right? No. It's not completely, but I'm just saying there's also a point in going, Hey, you got a short amount of life left. Take, take time to chill out a little bit, you know, to chill out to to back off a little bit, you know, you don't have to go. Well, some people do because some people really enjoy it. So let's take, for example, Steve Jobs, hard out, hard out, very driven, very motivated, very, you know, linear in his thinking. This is what I want to get done. This is what I want to achieve. Blah 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 blah. And I'm sure he enjoyed his life, but I'm sure on his deathbed he had some regrets. Well, that's the thing, right? We never want to live life with regrets at the end of the life. And so, how? How? I think. How, I don't do, know, maybe how do you avoid that? Well, here's the thing. Stop doing things in your life that you actually hate. Okay. Right? Like that's that, good. Like, yeah. That's like good. that's the realization I have right now. Like it's like yeah. stop like if you're gonna do if you're gonna do life, <laughs> you're gonna do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you're forced to do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's right. Then why not do something that you actually love? I actually spoke at the UCA conference in in um in London uh, in Birmingham, London, uh, or Birmingham, UK, just like literally last week, right? And and I spoke to the CAs, mm-hmm. uh, the, the chiropractic assistants. It was 150 people, 150 of them in the room. Um, and I told them. What a blessing for them. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Um, I said to them, I go, I literally said, there's no, I go, how many chiro- chiropractors in the room? There was like one. I'm like, great. I said, just want to let you know, your boss is not here, but I want to say, if you don't love what you do, quit. you should quit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. It's great for, the, great for the chiropractor, great for the CA, great for chiropractic. And and great for humanity. Well, exactly. Like, I mean, if you don't love what you do, like yeah. be, if you don't, you're not if you're not happy, like why would you do that? Here, oh, thanks, Marie. Here you go. Um, it, oh, thanks, love, Philip. <laughs> I did. Okay, so here's the quote: You're not going to master the rest of 
rest of your oh, rest of your life in one day. Just relax, master the day, then just do that every day. Okay, that's you cool. nearly butchered that. I know. <laughs> I can't read. I can't read. <laughs> Terrible. Right. I love it. Oh God. Anyways, um, but yeah. So going back to the thing, and then I went to the chiropractors the next day. It was six hundred of them, mm-hmm. and I just said right in front of them. I go, "This is what I told you, CAs. This is what I told you, CAs." It goes, "If you don't know what you do, they should quit." You, so just expect that some of them might not be there on Monday morning. <laughs> but I, I think from the practice point of view, like you just said, from the practice point of view, um, uh, from any business point of view, if you have employees that don't want to be there, it doesn't help you serve your business or serve your purpose in life. Not at all. You know, and I think that's, I don't know what, what it, I think that's what life is about, right? It's about focusing on things that you enjoy. Um, and, you know, for me, like I said, you know, Philip McKernan helped me, you know, help, help me see this is that I was swimming someone else's race. And that's mm-hmm. one big mantra that I've been, you know, talking about, um, f- you know, for the last sort of three to four months is that I, you've been, you've been saying that for a long time, swim your own race. Yes, I have. Yeah. 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 And, and at the wellness summit. Oh, yeah. At the wellness summit. summit. I said yeah. at the wellness summit, but that's because I had this realization that mm. I've been chasing someone else's dreams. Yeah. And I didn't realize I was chasing else. That's the thing. I was unconscious for 41 years that I've been chasing someone else's dreams. Be like Damien. I was exactly I wanted to be like this guy but then I realized I had too much hair and I can never be like this guy (laughs) I've got hair it's just not on my head that's all I want to say (laughs) oh anyways oh I think we're just uh, anyways uh, we're coming to the end of this podcast and Mm -hmm. uh, thank you for everybody who's been watching this live and um, and thanks for everybody who's listening to this I hope you got a lot from this and um, if you're going to be planning I think this right now you're in November you're planning for next year thinking about what's going to happen i think it's really about you know focusing on remembering how you got here right remembering how you got here like there's so many things you have done in your life that has you know has made you who you are the good and the bad like i'm not talking about all the good stuff i'm talking about all the bad stuff you learn lessons from it and i've had some bad stuff i'm sure everybody has some bad stuff the emotion that came up with it and i'm sure the thing that you tell yourself is that no matter what the emotion you'll deal with it. You survived. You survived this far and you will survive whatever you're going to go through in the future. And I think that's important um, to think to continue to remember when you, especially when you're actually going through the hard stuff. Yeah. Do you want to say anything else? There's nothing else to say. <laughs> you're unbelievable. Yeah. If you, <laughs> unbelievable. Thanks, LT. Great wisdom. Obi-Wan. Thanks, Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> the, he is older than me, so... <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well you got a preview of the wellness uh, guys podcast that's going to drop on monday so this is uh this is the first that we actually pre-released it on video mm. uh before anybody else got to see it so so if you like this episode you should uh, download it go to itunes go to itunes download <laughs> it right because you're watching it but for the people who are listening to it right now you've already downloaded it so make sure you give us a five-star rating leave a comment tell your friends about it especially those who you think need a wellness update continue to uh make every life every day the <laughs> best day of your life what, what do we say here i have no idea i can't see my script <laughs> after five years anyways guys i really hope you enjoyed that we're here live at palm cove at the sea temple resort uh running night show but uh i want to say thank you to everybody who's a you know wellness guy a wellness guys podcast listener and uh, i guess signing off without brett yeah we'll see, see you, you see you next week okay see Take you guys care. bye bye 
This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.